Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Mets at the Movies, the podcast that talks about movies from celluloid to digital and everything in between. Today, I got something a little special for you guys. Um, it's, I'm not going to talk about one single movie today. Reason being is because at the start of 2017, I had a goal that I wanted to have watched 200 movies in 2017. That was my goal. Um, I, I had a few stipulations. Uh, first off is it could have been any movie from any year. So it wasn't just any movie from 2017. It also only counted once. So if I've seen it multiple times, so if I saw a movie in February and then I saw it again in June, it only counted once. I also counted comedy specials, like stand-up specials as well, because a lot of them are essentially the length of a feature-length film now. A lot of them are like an hour 10, hour 7, and a feature-length movie is considered anything 40 minutes or higher. So I counted those as well. So that was my stipulation. So my goal was I wanted to get through 200 movies. I was going to do it last year as well just to see, but I started too late um, to record. So I couldn't remember all the movies I saw. And thankfully, the app Letterbox is really easy to use. They're not an advertiser. They're not paying me to say this. It was just really easy to use because it organized everything super easy. And it had every single movie, even some of the fringe movies the anime movies that I didn't expect it to have, they still had. So this is all in order that I I watched it. So starting off is the movies that I watched in January and then throughout, and uh, we'll see we'll see how far I can go this year. It's obviously October or sorry November fifth. Most of you are probably hearing this at a later day. Uh, all of you are going to actually be hearing this at a, a later day. So I've got a little over little under two months to see how far I can go. Uh, I'm not going to make a a list because you know what? I gained my goal for this year. So the good news is you're going to list. This is a list show. So I'm going to list off all the movies that I saw in 2017. If you want to know more about any of them, if there's a movie that I saw that you said, Hey, that's a great episode. You should do, you should do one on that. I'd love to hear, hear your take. It's one of my favorite movies, or it's a movie that I have a lot of strong ideas and opinions about. And I want to hear it. I'd be down. Hit me up uh, on Mets at the Mets at the movies on Twitter, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more. So, starting off, I'm, I might take a few breaths throughout this episode. I don't know how long it's going to take, so I might take a few breaths throughout. So there might be some dead air at times, but I'll try my best. So the first movie I saw this year was the Peterburg Patriots Day. Good movie. The Ben Affleck accountant. Also liked it. Moonlight, powerful film. Very powerful film. Really liked the score. And one of the things I liked about the score was they kept the same music throughout all three ages, but they altered it a bit to make it unique. La La Land, one of my favorite movies of last year. Also, great soundtrack. Disney's Pete's Dragon, the newer one, the live action one. Surprisingly, a lot better than I thought it would be. Pretty good. Next was Central Intelligence, standard comedy, still fun. Deadpool, hilarious. Morse from America, one of the hidden gems that I tell a lot of people about. That's one that I might do an episode on. I loved, loved Morse from America. Great. The Good Dinosaur, the Pixar one, definitely not to Pixar level. Um, I was kind of bored throughout of it. After that, Hello, My Name is Doris, Sad Tale, Sally Field does great, we're working it pretty sad, but also pretty charming as well. Focus, um, it was okay, it was fun, it was neat, it was uh, nothing too special about it. Um, the two-parter Woody Allen a documentary, um, watching that and he, and seeing some of the movies he've done, he, he's done and how much like fourth wall breaking and slapstick comedy, I'm surprised I don't watch more of his movies. There's a few that I really want to see. I think Bananas is the one that I want to see the most. Next, being a big Star Wars fan, I watched uh, Fanboys. Like, I like the movie a lot. Practical Magic. It was okay. It was cool. It was neat. Seeing a young Nicole Kidman when she was still early on in her career was fun. Maverick, one of my favorite Western movies. 
favorite. I love that movie to death. Then I kind of went down the rabbit hole a, a little bit, and I did Lethal Weapon 1, 2, and 3. I did not do 4 because 4 I had seen not too long ago, so I wanted to see 1, 2, and 3. Great f- franchise. Super fun. I wish they did more buddy cop franchises like that. Next was The Big Chill. A really great sort of young adult movie from before, from the 80s, before myself. Also directed by Lawrence Kasdan, who was part of the Star Wars family. I actually wasn't interested too much in this movie until I was rifling through um, a record store and I found the soundtrack to it. And I like buying soundtracks on vinyl. Yes, I know, hipster. And I looked at the back and I looked at the sound- soundtrack and I thought, oh my God, the soundtrack is amazing. This is one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. Made me saw it, sought out the movie, saw it, really enjoyed it, and found out that my mom is actually a huge fan of this movie to the point that I bought her the Criterion Edition and I gave her the record, because she has a, she has a, a record play, player as well, for, um, what was it, her birthday. So she really liked that. After that was Manchester by the Sea. Very depressing but sad movie. But uh, I did enjoy it. 20th Century Women, a movie that a lot more people need to see. It is a great film. It is surprisingly... I, I really enjoyed the writing. I like the acting. Annette Benning in it is great. I, I really like that movie. Uh, Fences. Fences I didn't enjoy as much as I wanted to because I, I really like Denzel Washington's movies. I just felt like Denzel... Like, Fences was just... Here are two of the best actors living today... Watch them act. And that's about what I felt like it was. Um, you could tell that it was based off of a play because the whole thing, other than the, the opening shot, was set in the house. So you can tell that it was based off of a play. Following that was the documentary Citizen Koch. I love watching documentaries about the financial industry, political um, political powers, political intrigue, um, politics in general. I love watching documentaries about that um following that was split i think one of um james mcavoy's best and i mean best roles he's ever done i thought he was incredible for this uh following that was hidden figures a lot of fun uh a great movie that taught you something that i didn't i I, a lot of people did didn't know and it was a lot of fun while watching it too after that was uh, the Disney Queen of Katwe about uh, chess players in Africa. Really good. I think people. I think a lot of people would be surprised how good it actually is. It's very char- charming and it's really well done. Next was JFK. Then I went into Resident Evil Retribution. Resident Evil is one of my uh, sort of... Um, what do you call it? Oh, God. What do you call it? My... Um, it's a movie that I like that it's it's a movie series that I like that not a lot a lot of people like. I'm sure I'll think about it later on, but Guilty Play Guilty Pleasure. That's it. That's one of one of the ones I like. Another type of documentaries that I really really like are doc documentaries about the movie industry. So I watched the documentary called Corman's World. Corman's World should should be should be in, a lot of more people should be interested in it because one of the things I found when I was watching it was a lot of big, big-time Hollywood people from actors, producers, directors got their start with Harvey Corman. Like, you'd be surprised how many people actually went through his movies. It was incredible to watch. After that, I watched a couple of stand-up specials. So the first of the stand-up specials I'm going to hit, uh, two Jim Jeffries. One is called Free Dumb, and the other one is called Bear. Uh, after why watching these, he's one of my new favorite comedians, straight up. Next was The Raid 2. Really good. Not as good as the first, but really good. Um, after that was The Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai Across the Eighth Dimension. Crazy story. Just read the story of what it's about and who the main character is. It's, it's so 80s camp sci-fi that I love it. After that was John Wick 2. Fantastic. Pacific Rim, giant monsters fighting giant robots. I don't care what anybody says. Great. Following that was L, E-L-L-E. Um, 
hard. It, it was. It was, I thought it would be a lot harder to watch. It took rape is one of those things in films that I I, I have trouble watching. Um, excessive gore and violence I, I can watch, but rape is one of those things that still may that still makes me uncomfortable to watch. And to see how light they 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 took it in that compared to other films um, was very unique, very interesting, very French. Um, and I don't know. I just, I'm still kind of thinking about that movie, whether I liked it or not. Uh, after that was the shallows, solid movie quiz show, pretty fun, pretty neat, interesting. I'm going to run out of adjectives. So if you start hearing the same one over and over again, I'm sorry, but I've got 200 movies. My apologies. Hacksaw Ridge. It was good. Get out. I am a, I am not with the majority on this. I thought it was good. One of the one of the best movies of the year, not in my opinion. I like the idea of the twist, but wasn't as good as I thought it was. I thought this was a really good start for George Jordan Peele, but it's not as good as I, as I, I thought it was, and everybody else thought it was. But I still liked it. Uh, next was Lion. How Dev Patel got nominated for best supporting actor for this. And not lead actor, because he's the lead actor. I'm sorry, but when you watch this, he's the lead actor. Um, and it was really good. And the fact that it's a true story was really interesting. And I like I like seeing Dev Patel outside of uh, Slumdog Millionaire. I'm glad that I'm glad that he made a career outside of that, because he's a really good actor. Following that was Logan. One of my favorite movies of the year. It's battling for top spot out of my favorite movies of 2017. Next that my local theater was playing the 1962 King Kong versus Godzilla. Not a lot of people can see this, but it was fun to watch this with a group of people just laughing at how bad and old it was. Next was National Lampoon's Top Secret. Funny, funny, funny movie. I'm a big fan of the airplane movies. I really found this funny. Next was We're Working Girl. Directed by Mike Nichols, Harrison Ford, Sigour Gorney Weaver, um, Melanie Griffith. I didn't. I didn't like her as an as an actress. I wasn't a fan of her, of her her acting. Maybe there's like something that I don't see that other people do. But I thought it. I th- everybody was saying how good it was. I thought it was going to be better than what I than than, than what I th- I th- thought it was because I didn't enjoy her acting. But it was nice to see Harrison Ford outside of uh, Han Solo and. Um, Han Solo and Indiana Jones. So it was really nice, nice to see him play like an actual person, which was neat. Next was Kong Skull Island. I like this movie a lot more than probably the critics. Uh, following that was Romancing the Stone. I was going to watch uh, Jewel of the Nile right after it, but I think it was late at night and I just I started to fall, fall asleep. Romancing the Stone, Stone was fun. Good music too. Speaking of good good music, next was the live-action Beauty of the Beast. I'm starting to think that Evermore is my favorite song f- f- from that uh, soundtrack. The movie was really good on its own. Next was Star Wars Rogue One. Watch that with, with, with my parents. I think the first two-thirds are boring. That third act, when they get, get to Scarif, is some of the best sci-fi just movie experience i had but that first but those first two acts i was bored i i I wasn't enjoying a star wars film and i enjoy the prequels after that i rolled into star wars a new hope obviously i like it i'll do star wars on another episode after that uh two dave Chappelle comedies dropped um one was the age of spin and the other one was called Deep in the Heart of Texas. I'm glad to see Dave, 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 Chappelle, pa- Dave Chappelle back. Uh, I really, really liked them. I thought they were funny. After that was uh, Office Christmas Party. I like a good, just kind of dirty humor comedy. Something that, you know, it's, it, it's not going to tell you something or teach you anything. I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I had fun. I laughed a lot. Next was Underworld Blood Wars. I like the Underworld franchise, but this felt like it didn't need to be done. It didn't need it. Next was BFG. I actually felt like this was not that good of a film. It looked great, but I felt it was hollow. 
the story I didn't feel like the story was intriguing. It didn't delve deep deep enough and it felt it felt less than what it should have been. The movie felt hollow. There I didn't feel heart in it. And that and you were supposed to cuz the little girl was super cute. But I just I I didn't feel heart. Next going to the Power Rangers reboot. Really liked it. I really liked them going to a more um, coming of age tale. Really enjoyed it. After that was Assassin's Creed. Wanted to like it. Thought it was just okay. After that, Passengers. I liked Passengers. I understand the criticism. It's uh, two white, two beautiful white people in space. I understand the criticism. My biggest criticism for and 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 the only other and the guy and the only guy of color, Lawrence Fishburne, spoiler alert, dies, leaving two beautiful white people. I understand it. I looked at it objectively, hopefully, and I liked it. My biggest criticism was the last shot was Andy Garcia as the ship's captain coming out of the door saying one line and then it ending. Why would you have Andy Gar why would you have Andy Garcia for literally 10 seconds i think it was 10 to 15 seconds why i don't get it that was the part that confused me the most you're gonna have an actor like that put him in have more after that was my first introduction to mel brooks's young frankenstein young frankenstein i need to watch it again because i ended up watching it in two parts because it was late at night and i was starting to fall asleep so i watched the first half in the middle of the uh, during one at night and then i watched the second half the next day I want to watch it again just as a whole before I I really give it uh, more talk. Next was The Gift, Uh, Joel Edgerton. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not. I actually liked it a lot more. And the ending was a really good ending. I thought the ending was a really good twist. I liked the, the ending. Next was Clint Eastwood's Jersey Boys. I'm a big fan of Clint Eastwood as a director. Jersey Boys was boring it was boring frankie valid frankie valent like that should have been like the music is great but it was boring i couldn't believe it after that was my venture back into the 80s with valley girl i liked it a lot i like i like coming of age tale i like coming of age 80s i just love the 80s i love the 80s so much it's it's my favorite decade i love everything about it not everything, because there was a lot of bad, bad, bad stuff. But when you're talking about entertainment, music, television, movies, I love the 80s. Next was Ghost in the Shell. I wanted to like this movie, but come on. It was so obvious. Don't put Scarlett Johansson as major. I know that you want to sell, you want to sell the movie to the world, but that that felt like an easy that that felt like an easy fix. Like don't do that. Like that that was just e- easy. It, it looked amazing, but it wasn't that good. Next was Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, very quotable. Um, really good movie. Not as good as I thought it would be with the cast, but I still liked it. After that was the Kevin Smith Yoga Hosers. A lot of fun. I like those movies. They're just stupid fun. After that was Escape Plan, Schwarzenegger and Stallone. I liked it a lot. Next was the Mafia movie with Robert De Niro. Yeah, I know, really. And um, it was Robert De Niro, directed by Luke Besson, who I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm actually a big fan fan of. Um, and Michelle Pfeiffer called the Family. Again, it was it was fun. Not as good as I as I thought it would be. After that was Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Hilarious, hilarious movie. This is one that I can't believe I waited so long to see. It was hilarious. Following that was the founder. I found it boring. I didn't find it interesting at all. It was boring. I wanted to know more. After that was the animated movie Your Name, battling Logan for my favorite movie of the year, easily. Uh, then I watched The Avengers. Solid, great movie. Did uh, another stand-up, Louis C.K., 2017. 
loved it because Louis C.K. is my favorite comedian right now. So everything he does, I pretty much love. Next was The Fate of the Furious. I understand going over the top with this movie is fun, but this felt like it was going way too over the top. It didn't feel as good as the other ones. Next, a movie that I think a lot of people don't know, or they might have like, oh yeah, I remember that, was Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Really fun movie. Great movie, great music. If you haven't heard it or you haven't seen it, watch it. Next was Rebound, The Legend of Earl the Goat Manigold, starring Don Don Cheadle. It was okay. I, uh, I'm glad to know about a basketball figure that I didn't know a lot about, but overall it was okay. Uh, following that was the anime Paprika. Weird movie, but good. Then I watched my first, I know, George Carlin stand-up, Life is Worth Losing. Funny guy. Uh, I think he's a little too cynical for my taste, um, but he was funny. Uh, next was Crocodile D- Dundee. I know what a weird segue. Funny movie. I like. I like how charming it was. It was great. Next was The Lost City of Z. If you're not sure if Charlie Hunnam can act, watch The Lost City of Z. It's a. It's a surprisingly good movie. It got really good reviews, but nobody saw it and nobody has heard of it. Next was Guardians of the Galaxy, one of my favorite movies of the last few years. After that was a sci-fi thriller, The 13th Floor. Really, really cool. Really fun. Um, a good ending that may, makes you think, is this real? Isn't a solid, a, a solid 90s um, sci-fi movie. Next was Star Wars Return of the Jedi, my favorite of the Star Wars films. Next was The Circle with Emma Watson and Tom Hanks. Boring movie. You don't need to see it. After that was the Jean-Claude Van Damme masterpiece, Street Fighter. Love that movie because it's so bad that it's good. After that, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Well, not as good as the first one. Still really good. Next was the Matthew McConaughey Gold. Not as good as I wanted it to be. It seemed like a story that was that was more interesting than what the movie portrayed. Then it was King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Well, it looked nice. There wasn't a lot going for it. Um, it it felt like it it felt like a visual uh, a visual guide over an actual movie. Next was the original Alien, one of the best sci-fi movies of all time. Scary sci-fi. Then I watched The Other Guys, which is one of my favorite comedies. I think one of the funniest movies I've ever seen is The Other Guys. I quote that movie a ton because I love The Other Guys. Then I went to see Alien Covenant. Much better than the later Alien movies. The score is incredible. It is one of the best scores of this year. Uh, there was just a lot that there was just some stuff about it that I didn't gel with because of where it said it was in the timeline because I, I, it was trying to come after Prometheus, but before alien, but it was, but there was some still, there were, there were some questions it brought up that didn't seem to fit with other movies. And I was just, I had a lot of opinions of it. Solid movie though. It was fun. Next was the indie horror film, the Canadian indie horror film, the void. Pretty cool. Pretty neat. I like I liked it. If you're if you're looking for some good horror that you may not have heard of, check out the Void. Next was the do- documentary Get Me Roger Stone. Again, political movie, pretty fun. I liked it. Baywatch, hammered by the critics, didn't do well at the box office. I liked Baywatch. I thought it was funny. I enjoyed myself. I liked everything about it. I liked Baywatch. I approve. Next was The Sandlot, one of my favorite movies, um, 1993, loved it as a kid, love it as an adult. I'm a big baseball fan, so it just harkens back to Americana, um, you know, you, you, you kind of fall in love with that, that era and everything going on, it was really cool, and J- James Earl Jones. Next was the Rob Reiner, Flipped, 
I heard it's a really good book, and the movie is super charming and super cute as well. Really liked it. Next was Wonder Woman. Really liked Wonder Woman compared to the other DC EU movies. I thought the ending was the ending wasn't very good. I thought the ending was an overblown CGI fest, like what Zack Snyder you you usually does, and I could have done for a better ending. But overall, good movie. Lego Batman, super funny, super funny movie. A lot of inside jokes that were great. Next was it was a movie called uh, Tale of Tales. It's basically three stories. Uh, it's uh, that ha- that uh, happened during medieval time they're fantasy stories it seemed really cool really interesting and it started off well but it couldn't hold my to my attention i didn't enjoy it as much as i wa- i wa- wanted to maybe if i saw it with other people i might enjoy it more but not as much as i wanted to next was superman 2 the richard donner cut i'm a comic book fan so this was great next was big solid tom hanks early Tom Hanks, which I liked. I started going on a bit of a Tom, Tom Hanks kick. I, um, there's a couple of movies that I wanted to see that I never got, I got to see, but uh, I really wanted to see that. Next was Inside Out, one of Pixar's best movies. Then The Terminal, I think a lot better than what people say it is. Uh, following that was Transformers, The Last Night. Transformers is my other guilty pleasure franchise. And this was rough. This movie was hard to, to, to get through. I'm sorry, but don't have Stanley Tucci at the start being a drunken buffoon, kidding around slapstick comedy Merlin. It started off rough and it didn't pick up, up from there. It was not good. So to cleanse myself and to watch some good Mark Wahlberg movies, I watched Ted and Ted 2, two of the funniest movies I've see, seen in years. It's up there with The Other Guys and Tropic Thunder as some of the funniest movies I've seen in years. Anytime I want to laugh or smile, I put those two movies on and I have a great time. Then I went to Blast from the Past. That's right. Went back to 1999 to watch a little Brendan Fraser and Alicia Silverstone in the laters of their big careers. I like that movie a lot. I think that movie is really fun, really charming. I'd like to do. I'd like to do a blast blast from the past episode because it was a lot of fun. Uh, King of Comedy. Uh, I need to watch the movie again because I think I was drifting in and out because um, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't really enjoy it too much when I watched it. So I want to watch it again. I want to give it an, a, another chance. There's a few. There's a lot of. There's a couple movies out there that that, that I've seen. I did that with Blade Runner where I've, I've seen it now three times with groups on my own and in theaters, and I still appreciate it more than I like it. After that was Jerry Maguire. First time seeing it. Good movie. I liked it. After that, I actually went to see this next movie, um, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I went to see this movie uh, in Toronto. They were showing it on the screen, and they were doing the music live. Just made that movie even better. Liked that movie already. Just made it better. Oops, sorry about that. After that was Baby Driver. Love that movie. My M- Moneyball, one of the best movies about baseball you could ever see. If you want to, if you want to un- understand why people like baseball and why people love ba- baseball, watch Moneyball. Great story as well. Following that was the classic French movie, Four Hundred Blows. I have a lot of opinions on that. I don't think it, it it's as good as what people say. I have my opinions on that. I'm not going to go into the rant today. Following that was Iron Man 2. Watered down version of the first one for sure. Then there was the original Thor. Great introduction into the MCU. Uh, after that was Raising Arizona. And I have to say, Holly Hunter is a standout in this. Holly Hunter, it seems like Holly Hunter is one of those actresses that um, is kind of like Emma Thompson for me. Where I don't think about them too much, but every time I see them in a role, I'm just thinking, like, it's incredible. Like, my eyes and my ears are drawn to that character. Raising Arizona is a funny movie. I keep hitting the desk, I'm sorry. Is a funny movie, and Holly Hunter is great in it. I'm also a big Coen Coen Brothers fans. I really like their movies. They're some of my favorite directors. After that was the Netflix special, Nobody Speak, Trials of the Free Press. 
I thought this movie was just going to be about the uh, Gawker versus Hulk Hogan movie, but it, it, it expanded on that, and I really liked it. I learned a lot about it. Spotlight was next. One of the best films I think ever made. I think Spotlight may not be looked at like that now. I think in 20 years, it's going to be looked at as one of the best made, made, made films. I could talk a lot about that. I won't go into it, but I think it is one of the best made films, period. After that was a hidden gem that uh, not a lot of people have seen called The Contender. Interesting movie. Great cast. Um, about Jeff Bridges, who's the president, who has to find a new prime minister or a new vice president. Interesting cast. Especially in today, especially in today's world, it's a movie that I think speaks a lot about today. Next was the do- do- documentary, Life Itself, one of my top five movies of all time. I tear up at the end of this movie every time. The, the documentary about Roger Ebert. Love it. I might go watch it right after this. After that was Spider-Man Homecoming. Great reboot. Great reboot for Spider-Man. Next was One Hour Photo. Creepy Robbie. Creepy Robin Williams is a good Robin Williams. Then I did the uh, Planet of the Earth trilogy. Rise, Dawn, and War. I think it's one of the best made trilogies of all time. I think it's up there. It's incredibly hard to make a good trilogy, and I think they did it. Next, The Great Wall with Matt Damon. Not that good. Looks nice. Not that good. After that was Dunkirk. I really liked it. I saw it in uh, 70 millimeter IMAX, so I think it was one of the best ways that you could see it. Great way to see it. Then after that, it was Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. One of the best looking movies I have ever seen, if not the best looking movie I've ever seen. And I have a lot of opinions about that as well. You don't need to see it, but it looks incredible. After that, I watched the documentary, I Am Not Your Negro. Really interesting um, documentary about an individual that was part of the black power movement, the 60s movement that I didn't know a lot about. Um, And it was a very interesting eye-opener to a different part of that that time of, uh, of our lives, of people's lives. After that was Avatar. Really like it. Still thinks still thinks it look it looks good. Then I got to jump into my first Jim Jarmusch movie, and it was Patterson, and I liked it. I liked it was it was a it was a quiet movie. Quiet movie. Adam Driver is a great actor. This is a really good movie to watch. It's quiet. It's nice. I really like really liked it. I could see it again easily. Next was Colossal, one of my favorite movies to come 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 out this year. It, it's a fantastic movie. I won't go into too much de- detail about it, but go and see it. Next was Young Guns. It was fine. It was okay. Solid six. Six, six out of ten, if I have to say. It was okay. Uh, following that was Dark Tower. I know a lot of people didn't like it, and, and a lot of people said, oh, it, it went so far against the books. And it started, and, and it got me thinking, I never read the books. I don't know anything about the books. So I actually enjoyed the Dark Tower, and I think because I never read the books and I don't know and I don't know anything about the source material, I was able to j- enjoy it just as it is, rather than people saying this should have been longer, uh, it should have been about other things, there should have been a whole bunch of other stuff. I was able to go in and look at it at just the movie as itself, and I actually liked it. Next was Sicario. Denis Villeneuve is one of my favorite directors. And this is one of the best 10-minute scene, 10, 12-minute scenes in any movie I've ever seen. After that, I went for a little bit of a campy feeling. I went to the 1965 Planet of the Vampires. Uh, funny to watch nowadays. Uh, interesting B-movie. Has an ending that I didn't see coming, actually. A pretty interesting and kind of fun ending. Uh, the next movie I went to was Catherine Bigelow's Detroit. I like that movie. I, I, I liked it a lot. I think it's a solid movie. I don't think it's going to get a lot of talk going forward, but I actually really, really enjoyed it. Then it was Vampires, 
stupid, silly, early, sorry, late 1990s vampire by John Car- Carpenter, I think past his prime. But um, it, it was fun to watch with other people. Next was Annabelle. And I think I meant to see this because uh, I was about to go see Annabelle Creation, which I did. And uh, they're both good, good movies. I'm starting, I'm starting to, um, I feel like this James Wan horror universe, I'm starting to feel like a lot of them are repeating the same beats. I want to see something new. Next was uh, London Has Fallen. Big Gerard Butler fan. Liked it. Definitely not as good as Olympus Has Fallen, but still good. Next was The Hitman's Bodyguard. This is a, a movie that if you just want to go and have fun, that's what that's what this is. The Hitman's Bodyguard is fun. After that was uh, the movie The Phantom with Billy Zane. I've been trying to find this movie for a while because I kind of have a, a secret love affair with with this movie. It's not that good, but I really like it. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, next, I did uh, episode Star Wars, episode one, The Phantom Menace, episode two, Attack of the Clones, um, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Then I did um, Empire Strikes Back. And then I did A Force Awakens. So I kind of, I wanted to rewatch all the Star Wars movies again. So I actually started with Phantom Phantom Menace. The the reason why it kind of jumps from three to Empire Strikes Back and doesn't show Rogue One was because I watched them early. I I watched them already earlier in the year. So that's why they're not with this list. But I did did watch um, all eight films in a row. It was fun. Then next I watched Wind River, Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen, um, really good movie. It's up there as one of my favorite movies of this year, year as well. It's a really good movie. I think people, I think more people should go and see it or try and find it and see it. Next was Lucky Logan or Logan Lucky. Sorry. Uh, again, a lot of fun, really good movie. Steven Soderbergh, Adam driver. I like this movie a lot. It was a fun NASCAR heist movie. After that, I went to see close encounters of the third kind in theaters and uh, still holds up. Still enjoy, enjoyed it a lot. Then I went for a little anime f- flavor, and I watched Summer Wars. Really good movie. Really fun. Great animation style. After that, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I watched this with friends, and we had some fun. We definitely had some fun. I had some fun watching the, this movie with them. Not good, but still fun. Then I went to see the ma- the matrix in theaters still holds up really well still one of the one of the best sci-fi movies of all time uh then i watched this movie that i, that I just happened to see on netflix called uh care carrie pibley it was an okay movie it wasn't it wasn't bad it's about uh, a young girl uh with rough social skills living in new york but uh it didn't go as far as i wanted it to um, but I was more interested in seeing it because uh, the Star Wars, uh, it, it was starred by Belle Polly, who was in um, uh, Teenage Girl's Secret Diary, I think, or the, Di- the Diary of a Teenage Girl. And I, li- I liked her in that, so I thought I'd give her a ch- chance in this. And it was okay. It wasn't too bad. It's a, it's a good, mo- good movie to watch. But it, it could have gone a lot farther than what I wanted it to. Next was uh, the Mark Maron comedy special, Too Real. Funny guy. First... Uh, First real introduction of Mark Maron I had. He's a funny guy. I'll definitely watch more of his stuff. Then I watched uh, Score, a film music do- do- documentary. Great, great, great documentary. I love film music, and this was just a, a delight and a pleasure to watch the whole time. After that, I went through Tombstone. I've already done a podcast on that, so you can go back and see my take on that. Next was, uh, now we're into September, obviously. Went to see the movie It. Really liked it. Uh, saw Big Sick. One of my favorite movies of the year. I think it definitely, it is one of the be- best movies I've seen this year, hands down. Definitely. After that was White Chicks. I have, I like Wayne's Brothers comedies. They're not the best comedies, but I actually find I really enjoy them and I have fun watching them. And I liked watching this. Uh, next was People, Places, Things. 
a different kind of uh, movie for Jermaine Clement, but uh, solid movie, really good. Follow that by The Vow. I actually like this more than I thought I would. I thought uh, as a Nicholas Sparks kind of movie, it was going to be a little too much for me, but I actually liked it. Pretty good. Next was Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales. Boring. Boring. I wanted to stop watching it halfway through, but I thought, you know what? I don't, I don't want to fin, I want to finish it at least. But there were times where I wanted to turn it off because it was so boring and I would have rather been doing something else. Uh, next, I saw Mary and Max. Love that movie. You can watch my podcast on that or listen to my po- podcast. Follow that with 500 Days of Summer. You can listen to my podcast based on that. Really like that movie as well. Then next, I saw the uh, movie Blue Jay with Mark Duplass and Sarah Paulson. Really great, great sort of heartbreaking movie. If you're in the, if, if you want to cry or you want to see a really touching movie, watch that. Then I watched the Netflix special Icarus. Fantastic. Just so much about uh, Russia doping scandal. It's crazy. It was really good. Then I watched the movie I Am Big Bird, the Carol Spinney story. This is the documentary about the guy who played Big Bird. Really interesting story. A lot. I learned actually a ton that I didn't realize about him. It's not that long, so it's very easy to digest. And it's a really, really good documentary. And you learn things that you didn't expect to learn about about him and his character and everything. It's a really good documentary. Following the documentary trail, I watched uh, all, I guess, eight or nine episodes of OJ Made in America. Gripping stuff. I wanted it was easy to watch all eight back to back, back to back. I don't know if I could have done what some fil- film goers did and watch it all, all at once, but it was really good to watch it. Now, some of you may be thinking, "Well, wait a minute. That's it's almost like a mini mini series. It won an Oscar for best documentary before they made the change cha- changes." So I'm counting it. Next was uh, I kind of went on a. Couple of films that were a bit of a um, indie love stories or indie anti love stories, depending on how how you take it. Uh, one was Celeste and Jesse Forever. Definitely watch it. And the one that I've never heard of, and I never have seen before, The Giant Mechanical Man. I en- it, I enjoyed this a lot more than I than I thought I would. It's actually surprisingly good. Good tale. It's one of those movies that you've never heard of, but you look at people's IMDb and you're like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll give it a try. And it was actually it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Next, I went to see The Kingsman Golden Circle. Had a lot of fun with it. After that was uh, Miami Connection, a bad movie that I watched with a friend because uh, we heard about it on a podcast. It's a movie that you need to watch with people. You can't watch. Don't watch. Don't watch it alone. You need to watch it with people. It's it's bad, but bad good. Then I watched another movie called Life, the one that came out this year. Um, basically, it, it it in space, and I don't think a lot of people talked about this as as much as they sh- should. I I had a blast. I had an absolute blast watching this movie it was it was really good i i think it's better than what a lot of people think it is and not a lot of people know of it next i watched uh, a bit of a indie documentary which was really cool i never heard of it until i just came across it on the internet and uh, found it and i watched it it's called vhs massacre cult films and the decline of physical media as somebody that still buys a lot of physical media movies i found this really interesting just to kind of see a different take on um, uh, how people absorbed VHSs and how there's still a kind of small group of people still enjoying them. Then I went with another do- do- documentary called Industrial Light and Magic, Creating the Impossible. Imp- Basically a documentary about ILM. And it was really cool just to see where they came from, how they grew, what happened, why they're almost one of the only visual art studios that can s- survive because that industry is, is, is cutthroat. After that, I went to see Chef, or I saw Chef, uh, John Favreau. I love this movie. Not a lot of pe- pe- people think of it as highly as, as, as I do, but I love this movie. 
Then I saw, then on my trip through the States, I saw Blade Runner 2049. This is, I feel very similar to this that I did with uh, the original Blade Runner. I think I might appreciate it more than I actually enjoyed it. Next, I watched a stand-up special by a comedian called Christina P. It's called Mother Inferior. Never heard of her about her until I heard her on the Joe Rogan podcast. And funny stuff. Funny stuff. I like it. If you if if you're if you want to just sit back and watch something funny, check that out for sure. Speaking of, after that, I watched Patton Oswalt's Annihilation. Deep stuff. The fact that so close after his um, wife died that he's able to talk about about this very emotional, deep stuff. Funny, emo- emotional. You get a lot in this stand up, and I had no idea until why watching the credits that it was directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Had no idea. So that was that was pretty cool to see. Then I went on a bit of a horror binge because we were in October at that time. I saw Phantasm, which you can listen to one of my podcasts about. Uh, then I went on a bit of a Friday the 13th catch-up because I tried to watch them all last year, but I couldn't get through them all. So I tried to watch them now. So I started with Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Uh, then I went to A New Beginning, and I went to Jason Lives. After that was The New Blood, followed that by Jason Takes Manhattan. Then I did Jason uh, Goes to Hell, um, and then I did Jason X. Um, they get bad. The Jason movies get really bad l- later on. Jason X is just... Uh, just a B movie to the end. Um, Jason goes to hell. For some reason, they try to add in this weird mystical. There's a dagger that can bring him back to life, but he can take over other bodies. And now he's got like a sister. It was so weird. Um, Jason goes to Manhattan is the one that I hate the most because it completely lies to you. It's Jason takes Manhattan, but he doesn't hit man- He doesn't actually hit man- Manhattan until like 15 minutes left in-, in the movie. Most of it takes place on a boat. So that one made me mad. Prior to that, they're all about the same. New Year in um, New Kids go to Camp Crew, Crystal Lake. Jason kill, kills them. Except for one, I forgot which one it was. I think it was the New Beginning when it was actually when it wasn't actually Jason. It was a copycat killer until he came back to life through some stupid ways with light with lightning, and uh, Jason lives. Uh, next, then I went to see the movie Geostorm in theaters. Um, it was okay. I like, um, I like these, uh, big budget destruction movies. And, uh, this one was okay. It was fine. You don't need to see it. It's not as good as the other ones. I, 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 now I know why it was shelled for so long. Uh, then to throw in the mix, I watched another anime called The Girl Who Leapt, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Uh, really good. Really great story. Really beautiful animation definitely if you want to check out an anime movie check that out uh then i went back into horror and i did the friday the 13th reboot it wasn't that good it was kind of boring uh watch the arnold schwarzenegger end of days not good not not that good of a, a movie but arnold is is great always uh then i finally watched the original night of the living dead um Knowing when it came out and reading up about it, um, very good for a, for the first zombie movie. Uh, then one of my favorite Halloween movies I watch every year is Ernest Scared Stupid. Not that good, but I really enjoyed it. Then I went with a little Stigmata. Very similar to End of Days. It was okay, but um, the, this one felt a lot more 90s, and I kind of like that a little bit more, but you don't need to see it. Uh, then I went to see the movie Jigsaw. I knew what I was getting myself into and I got what I expected and I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Then I went to see Spirited Away in theaters. Might do an episode of that one day. Spirited Away is one of my favorite animated movies of all time. Studio Ghibli. Great movie. And then, uh, recently I saw Thor Ragnarok in theaters. One of the best MCU movies in my opinion. I wanted more kind of lighthearted jokes and everything like that, and it delivered, and it was hilarious. 
then I followed that up by seeing by watching Ingrid Goes West. Thought it was going to be a lot more funny than I thought it was, but it was really good. I actually really enjoyed it. I let it kind of sit with me a bit, and I and I really liked it. And uh, and and I hit two hundred. Some of you may laugh. Some of you may think, really, you couldn't have tried to squeeze one in in there. Uh, this morning, I went to see A Bad Mom's Christmas. Uh, it wasn't as funny as the first. It, it, it was okay. Um, you know, I like I like Christmas. So it was kind of fun to get a small t- taste of that. It was okay. It wasn't as, you know, you don't... It was okay. It was fine. I think I enjoyed it more seeing... Um, two women in their 40s with their mom and just kind of how they were reacting to things. I think I enjoyed watching them more than I did the movie. Uh, But I also enjoyed the movie as well. But it was okay. Um, So yeah, so that's 200 films. So those are all the movies I've seen so far this year. Um, Long list. Thank you for listening to my longest podcast so far. If there's any movie you want to know more about, you want to talk to me and say, hey, uh, you know, I didn't know you saw saw this, or if you have any recommendations for movies for me to continue on this year, um, that'll be great. Um, hopefully, I'll get back to um, another episode very soon for you all. And uh, thank you for sticking with thank you for sticking with me uh, for this long this this long trek through two hundred films. Uh, you know, around 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 the world in two hundred movies. Let's say. Uh, so yeah, so that was, so that was me and, uh, thank you all again for listening and I will see you at the next screening.